We're back on a wild card Friday with Illuminati Mike ripping it. This is still the conversation, but we had to break it up for your attention span. We did this for you. But where we're at, in case you need like a little bit of a recap, basically there's a lot going on in the world. There's some dirt bags, and there are a lot of biblical references. We just we were talking about Edom and Christ coming back and dropping the hammer when he comes back at the end of the age of Satan. Mm-hmm. And that's right. That's right. then, uh, yeah, that's where we're at. <laughs> that's where we're at. So we're talking about JC's return. What does yeah. this have to do with the age of Pisces versus the age of Aquarius? And th- when people talk about, no, oh, I'm a Pisces, I'm an Aquarius. Oftentimes it's these chicks who are like, oh, my, you know, Venus is in retrograde and I'm so horny. And it's like, there's more to it than that, Katrina. Um, So the end of the age, from my understanding, is this would be the closing and the end times of the age of Pisces. Yes? No. Okay. Fuck me, right? Uh, They use astrology to divert your attention. Of course, Father Abraham, prior to the Hyksos period, which was a dominant time for the what was known as the 12 tribes who ruled Egypt during the Hyksos period. What's the Hyksos period? The Hyksos period was a time that Joseph, who was an Ephraim, an Ephraimite, which now we know are the Puerto Rican bloodline, ruled during the Hyksos period. Okay. So that was back in the days of Potiphar, who was a king of Egypt. And Joseph, you recall the story, Joseph's 12 brothers, which are all sons of Jacob, actually dropped him in a pit. Refresh the audience's memory of this story because it's not a bad one. (laughs) I'll tell you that much. Well, Joseph, Joseph at the time was, uh, since he was a younger brother, he was dropped into a pit by his brothers. They just, they struggle with each other. You know, you, you have sibling rivalry, right? Well, he was dropped into this pit and then he was rescued out of the pit. Then as a slave taken to Egypt, where he was able to show his integrity as a man and with great character. And he was actually initiated in to, much like Moses was, into a Hamite culture because the Africans are Hamites. Okay. So you got the Egyptians, Ethiopians, the tribe of Put, P-H-U-T-T, which are Libyans, okay. and then the Canaanites. Joseph, of course, was Hebrew. So he was reared in the house or in the culture of a Hamite culture and then brought into Potiphar's court. Is this contested information or is this all common knowledge? This is all common, not biblical common knowledge which has been shut down, I would say, in the past uh, 20 or 30 years because it's the biblical history of a heritage of people that is not discussed in religion because the Bible has been used as a mechanism to control people through religion. And that's why we reject the Bible. That's why we reject God because we, like we talked about, Adam Weishaupt being traumatized by religion mm. and wanting to come up with his own movement to supersede religion. And that's where the that's how the Illuminati was born. Sure. 
So I consider myself a believer mm-hmm. in Christ. Mm-hmm. And absolutely. When you're talking about the Bible, because you make references to the Bible so fluidly and so eloquently, what version of the Bible, because I've heard that anything other than the King James is utter blasphemy. Is that true? What do you got for me? I would agree that the Bible has been infiltrated. In your Zondervan Bible Dictionary, it starts, you can actually reference the Bible in there, the 1611, which is the closest translation from the Hebrew into English prior to 1928. That's the book you want. Why? Because the Apocrypha is in there. So what's that? The Apocryphal books were books deemed, there's two of them. There's the First Apocrypha, then the second Apocrypha, which is the most interesting because it's 70 verses on exactly what happens to the soul when it leaves the body, Hmm. where the soul goes, how long it takes to get there. It's who, why, what, and where. This is... I have a copy. Of course you do. (laughs) This is... And is this a different take than seeing St. Peter at the pearly gates? Exactly. Completely. Completely, because it gives you the curriculum. It gives you, in other words, it's an open book exam. The Most High is an open book God. He doesn't conceal truths negating you from living with him for the rest of your eternity. So it's all there, but it's been hidden by the pagans. And the pagans are the Council of Nicaea brought about under Constantine, who infiltrated Christianity with paganism. So they began hiding the books that would tell you about the Most High. They would hide the Gilgamesh tablets. They hid the... Um, That's a they, big call out. Gilgamesh they, and they Enkidu. Gilgamesh and Enkidu. Yes. I mean, that's what a... Is that an Arcadian or a Phoenician myth? I know that one. Are they on the Babylonian tablets? Am I getting things mixed up? No, I off- you're not mixed up. We've been We've been deceived. We've been deceived about where knowledge comes from. So, of course, you've got great knowledge that comes from Babylon, okay? That's why the Babylonian Talmud is recognized amongst those bloodlines I was telling you about. What is that? The Babylonian Talmud is used in Judaism. Judaism. This is where you're getting into dicey territory in today's day and age. And, of course, because these things have to be well-defined. But I think we've all been deceived by the same group who plans to deceive the world. The RH negative, negative. serpent seed, correct. maybe 2,000 people. That, that is correct. Okay. That is correct. Now, again, you would have to have that Horitian. It's that Horite mixture. That is the serpent seed. Now, just because you're RH negative, 15%, doesn't mean you're the serpent seed. Mm. You have to have the special mix. So those are your royal families. Those are your hierarchy throughout the entire world. Those are what Ephesians refers to as the rulers, the principalities in dark places, in Mm. high places. This is what we've been dealing with. So with the information out of the Dead Sea Scrolls, those scrolls were taken and coveted by men who did not want to release the information because it tells you about the final battle of mankind in the Dead Sea Scrolls. Well, what is the final battle of mankind? (laughs) The final conflict 
which was a phenomenal movie as part of The Omen. Remember the movie The Omen? Not particularly well. I don't do scary movies <laughs> because they make me lose sleep, Michael. They make me lose sleep. The Omen, you had a trilogy there. You, you got to watch that okay? Uh, because I, I loved it. But it just touched upon what we later found out. They use a lot of religion. They don't talk about the heritage of the people in their battle against the serpent seed. They covet religion, or I should say they covet knowledge, which is occult. So they can't disclose everything to you because if you find it out, then they have nothing. They have no cards to hold. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. And more than that, knowledge unified is power. And they knew that there were only a matter of time, which Daniel refers to in uh, the book of Daniel 9 through 12, how men would come into understanding, how information would increase. That's the time we're in right now, which is the computer age. Sure. The age of information. So we would find out, not only would we find out, but we would unify against them. And this is what they fear. This is the urgency that you see. So it's us unifying to take them down. And the coming of Christ that they fear, because any time the Most High prophesies, you can count on it that it's going to go down exactly the way he said. So this is the time that they fear. So basically, you've got this serpent. Let me just try to piece this all together in a way that my that I can make sense of. So you've got essentially a small group of about 2,000 people who have been on the tippy top in control for the better part of 10, 11,000 years. Exactly. And their reign is coming to a close. They are shitting themselves. That's right. Because they're like, uh-oh, what do we do? And so they're trying to control the inevitability of their demise, like trying to tightly squeeze and hold a fistful of water. Exactly. And let me tell you their plan. So let's call them the 1%. I mean, if it's 2,000 people, it's like 0.000001. Exactly. Exactly. So their plan is to get off the planet Earth before Christ returns. So that's why what you a have- call. Come on now. So that's why you have Bill Gates, you have even Jeff Bezos investing in space travel. You can get a ticket to Mars for $300,000 as we speak right now. Because the plan is to get off of planet Earth before Christ returns. And that was the joint effort between Russia and America building the space station in the first place. Interesting. Is to get off the planet before the child who would rule the nations with an iron staff in Revelations 12 gets back here. So that's their plan is to take us out so he doesn't have anything to return for. So take out the 85% of us that are RH positive, which is a Hosea chapter one, where we're going to be as many as the sand on the seashore. But before you can make these tribes minorities, you have to separate them first, break them down, psychological warfare, biological warfare, mm. right? And control their monetary, their access to money, their access to lifestyle, their access to people who can share knowledge and overcome them. And this is what America is built on. And you can read about that through your Secret Destiny of America by Manly P. Hall, written in 1944, who was Illuminati. 
right here in Los Angeles. Interesting. So this guy laid it all out there. Uh-huh. He just said, hey, I'm going I'm to tell you exactly what's going on. Exactly. And I've talked about this before on the old Darby cast is there is a combination. I actually talked about it about a week ago. And what I was saying is there's three types of information out there right now, and it is the information age, and we are flooded with it, right? We're flooded with information, but you have legitimate information, you have misinformation where people are just wrong. That's right. And then you have deliberate disinformation Mm -hmm. where there's stuff out there that's meant to keep you rattled, confused, unsettled, and make poor decisions, right? Exactly. And so that's so interesting to me that you would say that somebody who is so powerful would just be like, eh, whatever, there's so much information uh, out in the world that I'm just going to throw the real stuff out there. But it's it's a needle in almost a cosmically sized haystack. Exactly. Now, what's what's key about disinformation is if I can separate your way of thinking in a left-right paradigm. Even if I'm telling you the truth, but you know I represent perhaps the opposite side that you do, Mm. you won't see it anyway. You won't see the truth anyway. That's what America is built on. That's the foundation of the country. So complete and utter confusion, complete and utter confusion, even when it's the truth, because I'm going to now divide you. I'm going to divide the truth with disinformation. So if you're, let's say you're on the right and I'm on the left, Mm -hmm. right? And I give you truth, you're going to see it through the eyes of the right Mm -hmm. and go, that can't be true. Bull crap, right? Now, we know that both sides are controlled by one source, and that's the Committee of 300. And that one source uses both sides to keep us fighting. Meanwhile, they're focused on getting off the planet. Brother fighting brother, Brother, right? Exactly. That's one of the most unfortunate things is that you have people who are not as different as you'd like to believe. And it's so interesting that you have such angry ideologies that exist right now. And I'm seeing that more on the left is just spewing very angry, rageful vitriol. You have this cancel culture where they're going after people. That's right. But- Ultimately, it's which is funded. Now that's funded by Soros. The old uh, the old cancel culture is funded. Exactly. George Soros. You mention him all the time. Yes. I've seen pictures of him. It looks like his entire uh, his skin. It looks like it's made out of uh, scrotal sack. And he's an old man. He's old balls for sure. Yes, he is. But what is his angle? What is his story? Because I still don't really know a whole lot about him. I just know that you mentioned the name. George Soros on a fairly regular basis yes. when you and I are getting together and eating meals and yes. kicking back and having laughs. He, so go into it. He he is a front man like Henry Kissinger, George Soros, and now Bill Gates. They are front men for the 1%.000000. So in this, you have a hierarchy. And the hierarchy is definitely the committee of 300. Okay. Then the apparatuses are the Bilderberg Group, Trilateral Commission, Council on Foreign Relations, the Venetian Black Nobility, 
Mm, I've heard of the black nobility. I don't know what it means, but it sounds very dangerous. The danger is in their belief that Satan is God mm. and that Satan is their God and to the point that he can even rescue them from hell. So if they were to go to hell... Boy, the irony of that. Your savior from hell is the leader of hell. Exactly. The irony in that. Exactly. That he can rescue you from hell. Now, this comes from, of course, Henry Makehouse's book, Illuminati II, which he goes into detail, the hierarchy of the Masonic orders. And somehow, in some way, every last politician must be initiated into those hierarchies. And we can go into detail on that. And I wouldn't mind that at all. Why, do, why don't we go into detail on that? Absolutely. So Absolutely. they're initiated into an so, order. So you were touching on you were touching on black nobility, trilateral commission, council and foreign relations, politicians, and all of their links that they have kind of a behind the scenes fraternal order. Yes. Exactly. So exactly. So you're basically saying that some of the most visible power structures that exist in the world that can be used to fundamentally cement kind of a left and right one way or the other dualistic way of thinking, these organizations are in plain sight, but they are connected behind the scenes through a fraternal order. That is correct. I got that right. So you've got, exactly. So you've got 5,000 plus secret societies just in the United States alone. That's an international fraternal order. Okay. You've got the cabal. Then you have the White Dragon Society. The White Dragon Society, consisting of martial artists globally and their order, okay? White Dragon Society sounds like a bunch of ass beaters, like they could really hurt you in a karate battle. Absolutely. So you've got your triads. Like Yakuza gangs? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Now, they are in opposition. They are in opposition of the cabal. And they feel as though that they're the next ones to lead. So in your Apocrypha, it talks about the prophecy of the fall of Babylon and the fall of Asia. Hmm. So Christ, when he returns, he comes to deal with Babylon first. Then he goes to deal with Asia, who has become just like Babylon. So what you see now with China, the cabal are a sect of the serpent seed. Sure. And their culture, their religion is Luciferianism. How do we know that? Because if you go to Belgium as we speak and you check out the UN building, that UN building is an exact same contemporary replica of the Tower of Babel. Just hidden in plain sight, maybe not even hidden. They're dangling it in your, in your face. putting it in your face now. Why? Because they have now global control. There's no one who can stop their plan except for Christ. Mm. That's the only thing they're paranoid about. So as you see the oceans rise, our basketball court just got wiped out. The, the parking lot's upside down now because the oceans are rising. Right, right. That's yeah, over the 4th of July, we saw the highest sea levels and most tumultuous waves that I've ever really experienced. Boy, what a beating the coast took and some of those houses and our favorite basketball court, not exactly, to mention. Exactly. Now, 
How can that be in a short period of time? The HARP system. It's the Rothschild's Weather Warfare Applications. And they're, what are they doing? They're deliberately melting the caps, mm. north and south, and you get instant rising of the oceans. And you, you shoot a signal up into the ionosphere, and it comes back. That's the HARP system. Okay. So you can do an earthquake without a fingerprint. You can melt the caps. You can change the environment. Chemtrails, what do they do? That's that's synthetic organisms in the environment. How do we know that? Because the bee population is disappearing. When's the last time you drove down the street and you saw a bug hit your windshield? Big call out. They've changed everything. So all of this is prophecy in the Bible. Now you see these prophecies fulfilled just the way the Most High said they would be. But because we think it's the Most High, we lose faith in him. It's religion that we should be losing faith in, not the Most High himself. It comes down to our relationship with him. Well, the church, I believe that the church is not necessarily the church, right? So there's a church with a capital C and there's a church with a lowercase c. You know what I mean? Where the real church of Christ and of God doesn't necessarily have to be humongous. In the Bible, it says where two or more are gathered in my name, I will be with you, exactly. right? And exactly. so you don't need the church. You don't need the building, right? The institution. And we know that through Genesis chapter 17, when Father Abraham, who's the father of us all, by the way, wanted to have a relationship with the Most High. What did he do? He was circumcised. And every man in his household was circumcised. So, so snip, snip of the pee-pee, huh? At 90 years old. Wow, late in the game. What kind of heart is that? So from the covenant of circumcision to Acts 2.38, repent and be baptized, every one of you, for the forgiveness of your sins. This is how we have a relationship with the Most High. It does not take an institution to do that. Right. It just takes your heart willing to have the humility to submit to the Most High's power, and then you have a personal relationship with Him. What does that mean? That means you can now go baptize your brother. You can now go baptize your sister. You mm. can now, and you baptize them into the relationship with the Father, and Christ is your Savior. Now, let's look at Christ's name. There were no J's in the English language at all until the 16th century. Okay. So his name was Yashaya. We actually have a Strong's Concordance number for that. So we've got Ahaya and Yashaya. Yashaya. That's, that's it. It's not Yeshua. It's not. Now, like you mentioned, you just mentioned it. You said where two or more are gathered in his name. Okay. That's why we have to know the name. So it's never been Jesus. Jesus was actually a creation out of the Greek from Zeus because there were no J's, remember? So it was Zeus, Jesus. That's where Jesus comes from. So that's where... What a call. Jesus. So it's a shout. Jesus is a is more of a shout. I'd be like, hey, Zeus. Like, what's up, brah? There you hey, go. Hey, Zeus. There you go. Wow. You know what? That's a hot take. I've never heard it before, so, but I'm never surprised it's... when <laughs> I've learned to not... Be too surprised when you just drop key insight, and I'm just like, yep, here we go. So so how do we know that? When you step into the Vatican, the court, notice all the gods 
They're on, they're actually on top of the structures, all of the gods that they worship. And Zeus is included in that. So they had to come up with a image of Christ to get the 12 tribes of Israel to bow down to. And that's how they came up with the imagery. There's a book called Crypt Tiger Poison, and it's about the image of Pope Benedict. They took his son and they propped him up as Christ to get the 12 tribes to bow down to this imagery. What's your take on the current pope? There will be a false prophet. And that false prophet, what we don't know about the Roman Catholic Church, and I was reared in the Roman Catholic Church. I went to the best Jesuit schools in Michigan. I went to the University of Detroit Jesuit High School and Academy. Right. I attended all of these private schools, the best education that I could ever have. I didn't realize how good it was until I started getting out into the world and finding out more about how I was taught, uh, the structure, the procedure, the, and it made me whole that I can actually, I can actually get beyond the trauma from growing up in a dysfunctional environment like the big D, right? Yeah. Detroit was, uh, Detroit's been on a downward spiral for quite some time as the manufacturing uh, sector, mm. the automotive sector has been encroached yes. upon by a lot of foreign companies. And yes, we no longer have the manufacturing here uh, that we used to. I mean, a lot of cities right now are crumbling, right? It seems as though nothing is being properly maintained. If you look at infrastructure, if you look at people's sanity, if you look at family units, everything seems to be crumbling right now. By design. By design. And the reason being, once again, it goes right back to the foundation that we discussed from Adam Weishaupt and those Illuminists who are controlling the world. The United States has an agenda. They must, they must take their target market group here in the United States and they must destabilize that. And then they're going to go into the other aspects of the world. You can see it all happening at once now. And meeting with my client this morning, she lives, uh, she was reared in Hungary. I asked her, what did she see happening in Hungary? Hmm. It's a different perspective than what is happening here because this is the agenda where you have more of the 12 tribes, which is the woman seed that the most high put enmity between. So in those small places like Indiana, where you had what steel industries, you have the automotive industry. They were all shut down on purpose to move those jobs offshore. So you can't have this 85% bloodline getting stronger, getting more fortified so they can fight against that one percent. Sure. So in Detroit in 1975, as a young man, Detroit had 5,000 homicides. That seems awfully high. Again, again, where do they get the weaponry? Where do they get the mentality? Where do they get the... So that was a market test, not only for organ harvesting, but how to incite, how to incite black-on-black -black crime. That was a test. Why do we say that? Because in 1968, where you had the riots all across the nation, you had the National Guard. I remember the National Guard coming down my street. Okay. I remember blood on the sidewalks. 
I remember the Black Panther Party that lived just around the corner from me on St. Clair Street would march down my street. And HBO did a special on it. So you can actually go check this out probably on YouTube. Look up Detroit Riots under HBO 1968 and you can see what happened all across the nation. It just so happened to be the third blood moon in 1968. Prior to that, the third blood moon was in 70 AD when Rome took down Jerusalem, where you had people, again, the Hebrews, ran out of Jerusalem into the Atlas Mountains. From the Atlas Mountains, they ran into northern Africa, where they were sent back to bondage in ships, Deuteronomy 28, verse 68. Big call out on Deuteronomy. Is that... <laughs> So Deuteronomy 28 is significant because it talks about the curses of disobedience because my forefathers disobeyed the Most High after getting the laws, statutes, commandments, and covenants of the Most High. They began, and King Solomon was a classic, he began falling in love with strange women who had different gods after the Most High appeared to him twice. I tell you what, that's... Uh... There's probably a lot of young fellows in the world right now falling in love with strange women who are <laughs> worshiping themselves on the Instagram. You know what I'm talking about? It's, exactly. You know, exactly. history history doesn't repeat itself, but it rhymes, right? Big time. And that's what we've got now. So you spoke of it. You spoke of idolatry. Idolatry, okay, and we've been sold idolatry in decadence having a decadent lifestyle. So you fall in love with decadence versus falling in love with the Most High. Mm. Soon decadence becomes your God, not the God that you should be serving. And that's what we find in America. That's what you find in the character of the people in America and how they can fall in love with things and not fall in love with God or people. And this is what we must overcome. I mean, that makes perfect sense to me, but boy, if you look around, I call it, and I'm sure somebody's already called it this before, I call it the diversion industrial complex where, boy, are there a lot of gadgets and gizmos and toys and things for us to pursue, yes. worldly pleasures, pleasures of the flesh, hedonistic desires yes. that don't really have spiritual foundations, none whatsoever. Exactly. But it seems to be a like you said, an intentional obfuscation absolutely, to keep people distracted and say, oh, well, this is fun. And a creation of the Tavistock Institute. All of these things that you see here is an apparatus of the Committee of 300 through the Tavistock Institute. They are professional psychologists, sociologists, and they are a think tank to destabilize governments. That's what they used us to do in the military. Hmm. In military training, in boot camp, they trained us to fight as one. But when we came into boot camp, they deprogrammed the separatism, brought us together as one to get us to fight for them. Then when we came out, they deprogrammed us again and allowed us to slip right back into being separate again. You never forget being unified. That's why you still got relationships in place that go all the way back to your boot camp days hmm. and when you were in the military because you were, for a moment, you were deprogrammed, separatism was thrown out, being unified was came back in, especially if you went to battle and you lost brothers in battle. 
you will never forget that time. And you remember what it's like to come together, be unified, and fight together. This is what they now use psychotropic drugs to do to get my special forces buddies to be deprogrammed. Hmm. They give them drugs now when they come back from the military. They give them, especially the special forces guys, because you're trained to fight at a level no one can understand. It's a level of sacrifice like Christ. And you are going to fight against these rogues that are taking you down. You can't have a bunch of guys like that running around. So what do they do? They give you psychotropic drugs. Huh. So that makes quite a bit of sense. It's funny because you have such an ability, and I'm sure at any moment I might just get a knock at my door and somebody's just going to be like, listen, guys, you're done. And you just get, you know, you just get Mozambiques, you know, one, one to the forehead, two to the chest, and it gets ruled a suicide. And uh, you just go, uh, and then you're memory hold and forgotten. But and, and you never worry about that. You can't live in fear. You live in love, and love will cover you. The Most High is not going to allow anything to happen to you until your time is done. He's got a specific plan laid out for you, and that plan, he's going to give you the endurance. He's going to give you everything that you need to fulfill the task and protect you in the process. Look at what he did for David. David, I mean, from the time David was what? Till he took down the giant, until going into a, being a king, someone was always after him to kill him. Sure. And they couldn't take him out, not until the Most High was done with him. That's a big call out in saying that mm -hmm. those who believe and those who know mm -hmm. that you've got forces the ultimate force on your side. That's right. And that you cannot be stopped. That's right. Until, until your mission's over. And for us, my friend, we are looking at the coming of Christ in our lifetime. That's a huge call out. I mean, if you look at the book of Revelation, when Christ comes down, it's not a big party. It's a little bit of fire and brimstone, which a lot of people are like, oh, JC's going to come and then everything's going to be cool. His return is not exactly casual. It's uh, it's a bit of a let the bodies hit the floor. He's bringing war. He's bringing war. And the thing is, here's the best thing about it, is we actually have some time to repent. The thing that we're confused about is all the religions will be destroyed. He can't stand religion. He can't stand it. Religion has superseded that heritage that we talked about, that Abraham was circumcised, every man in his household, and we all come from who? Abraham. We're the children of the promise because of Abraham. So everything comes from him. That was not set up by a religion. The religion came later built on who? Peter. The church was built on Peter. The church before Constantine, where you had real disciples who couldn't meet in public. They had no institution. They would meet in house churches. Hmm. They would meet in caves. And Constantine said, wait a minute, who are these rogues? We've got to figure out how to beat them. So they, they infiltrated a private movement, made it public to supersede the relationships that were established like me and yours. That's how they did it. What a show. And then called it the church. So you got a billion parishioners. You got a billion souls and just... Catholicism, then Catholicism financed financed Islam. So in Islam, you called out a that's... billion 
Okay. Now, if that's not Satan separating people, I don't know what is. Because in Islam, you got who? Allah. Allah is God. Right. But in the Catholic Church, who's God? Yahweh. It's not I am. I am does not translate to Yahweh. Right? Exodus chapter 3, verse 14. Who should I say sent me, Lord? And the most I says, I, I am. am. I am does not translate into Allah. Elohim. Adonai. Ezekiel. Jehovah doesn't translate into any of those. It translates to Ahaya, E-H-Y-E-H. And you can't find that name anywhere. You have to go buy the Illuminati 2 book. And soon they'll take it out because they're going to move us all into Kendall. So they can right away, they can get in and they change the versions of the Bible the way they, the way they see fit. For example, your NIV is written by HarperCollins Publishing. Ooh. HarperCollins writes the satanic bible with with anton remember anton levey and his church anton levey was didn't he found the church of spiritual satanism in like the 60s big time big time i've seen passages from that book and boy what a mess and it's so it's all self-serving nearly wiccan witchcraft yes. right yes where it is it's Tenants are teaching how to control other people, not how to love other people. Where the Bible, the New Testament, is the new covenant of love, right? That's right. Where it's certainly not a covenant of control. Exactly. Exactly. So Sammy Davis Jr. was a member there. Elizabeth Taylor was a member. So they had a Tina Lewis, beautiful Tina Lewis, who used to be on Gilligan's Isle, who used to be hot. When I was a little boy, I used to fantasize about. Tina Lewis was, uh, <laughs> Tina. she was it, huh? Yes. Yes, she was She was a member of the Church of Satan. So what we don't realize is every huge institution has been used against the people to promote either a satanic agenda or a monotheistic agenda that's never shown up yet. We were told that it was going to be monotheistic. We were told that we we're going to have one God, but somehow we're worshiping in disguise right? Through infiltration. We're worshiping more than one God. That's why you have a left and a right paradigm. Mm. So you can never come together under monotheism. You can never think monotheistically. So you can't rise up against that small group. I've got to separate you. I got to keep you separated. If you ever come together, we're done. And that's what the matrix was about. And Will Smith was supposed to play Keanu Reeves as the Neo. At, he was supposed to play Neo, okay? You you got two good movies here, okay, that I want you to take note on. Uh, listen, The Matrix, nineteen that came out in 1999, and to this day, I don't think there is a better metaphor in terms of a film for our tenuous relationship with technology-fueled power structures. There. I think it is so beautifully done, and then the... Was it the Wachikowski or what? I, I don't know how to pronounce the, it. The Wachowski brothers. The Wachowski brothers. Yes. So, so a sister, a sister from U from UCLA Film School wrote The Matrix and Judgment Day. She wrote them both. The Terminator. The Terminator. She Terminator Two. Judgment Day. Wachowski brothers borrowed her copy and produced the movies. She sued them for one billion dollars and won. What? But they tried to buy her off by sending Arnold Schwarzenegger to her with a check for 5000 actually 50000 Yep. So they had Arnold show up, pay her a visit, 
With a check for 50000 she didn't take the money, sued the Wachowskis, and won $1 billion. Because why? This has got to be... Okay, so court rulings like this are public record. I'm going to have to go look yes. at the court records I and see uh -huh. the Wachowski brothers getting taken to the cleaners. And then was it ultimately that killing blow that induced the psychosis that prompted them to lop off their dicks? Because they both are now... They had uh, that transition. Are you kidding me? No, true story. They, I know that. I, yeah, that's that's a real thing. Are you serious? A hundred percent. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I thought that movie it was so well done, but it's it's so interesting to see the behind the scenes. I'm saying right now there is no way that a movie like The Matrix could be made in today's day and age because it is too bomb. It's it's it, full of. Uh, that's where you get just such beautiful poetic metaphors of yes if you take it at face value i know i've i've recommended it to people before say hey watch the matrix it's a hell of a whodunit exactly. and they watch it and they don't necessarily they aren't watching it for its symbolism they're watching it for its surface level content they're like yeah it was pretty yes. good and i'm like what like you're missing a lot it matrix if you want to know about our society you watch the movies Another good movie to watch is Underworld. Underworld was the battle between the Lycans and the vampires. Oh, boy. So two, two separate bloodlines now. And why is this important? Because it was a genetic profile of creating one to control both sides. And that is your Barack Hussein Obama. He's from the woman wow. seed and the serpent seed combined. He is a hybrid. Correct. He is a hybrid, just like the hybrid in Underworld. He was both lichen and vampire. So my understanding is lichen is werewolf, yes? That's that's correct. Okay, so for the casual listener who isn't, like, they don't hear lichen and they're, they don't immediately be like, oh, duh, werewolf. Yeah. So you're talking about, I love getting into some real heat. <laughs> You know, you get some vampire werewolf hybrids and then boom, Obama. Yes. That's just the way, that's how well thought out the plan was. How do we know that? Because Martin Luther King was propped up and allowed to do what he did. He was a PhD. He received his training at the seminary schools, Catholic seminary schools. That's where he got his PhD. But he was a member of the Boule. So Boule. The, the Boule is a black secret society modeled after the Skull and Bones. And Skull and Bones, Yale Secret Society? Yale University, 1905. Three generations of Bushes from Prescott to, right? Right. George Jr. Okay. G-Dub. Now, when you look into the background here, when you look into the background of those men and you look into Prescott Bush, they invested in Hitler. They were investing in fascism because they were planning to bring about their new world order through fascism. Hmm. When you look at the president address, when he addresses Congress and the nation, behind the lectern, directly behind him, are two posts that have hatchet heads in them. Okay. Those are called fasci. What's the point? The point is, is that fascism was introduced and paid for by capitalism because their plan was to use Adolf Hitler, who was a house painter, 
and Jewish, by the way. That's too. That's a big listen, Mike. You can't just blow by that one. And I think a lot of people would take issue with that. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna let you keep discoing because it is lit up. But you're saying Hitler, not an artist, house painter, also Jewish. Hitler had the blood. He actually has. Now, when you do your, you got to do your research. I'm just gonna get absolutely murdered for this. Am I not? You're not. No, you're not. Oh, right. We're not. Yeah, of course. We're talking facts here. Yeah. We have no agenda. The only agenda we have is to know the difference between good and evil so we're not deceived. Smart. So he actually had the Rothschild bloodline in his veins. They needed a leader to do this, like they needed Stalin. The Communist Manifesto is the same writings, the same white paper is the Illuminati Manifesto. Same Mm. concept. But So Karl Marx, was he one of the... Initiates was he a behind the scenes fraternal order? Absolutely. He thirty third degree Frederick Ingalls thirty thirty three degree Freemason. That's right, thirty three degree Freemason, who was put in place by capitalism. Okay, and and the capital came from where the Rothschilds. They've been financing both sides of the wars for the for every war in the past five hundred years. Okay. Okay. Now, what's the objective? The objective is the new world order. So they would finance fascism. They would finance communism. They would finance Mao. Mao was communistic too. And this is that the same RH negative serpent seed behind the scenes descendants of that's the it. Babylonian that's uh, bloodline. So you got the 0.0001% these 2000 people. Exactly. Dirt bags like Billy Gates and exactly. a number of others including some Lichen, uh, vampire hybrids like exactly. Barry Obama. There you go. There you go. And Obama, okay, is of course the serpent seed combined with the woman seed. What does that even mean? It means that I can dictate your behavior based on the history of your bloodline. Go on. That's the purpose of a hybrid. I can determine. I can determine. I can predetermine. Just like Tom Cruise in Thought Crimes. Ooh, I, little minority can, report. There you go. I can predetermine how you're going to respond to this or that based on the history of the bloodline you were reared in. I know exactly what you're going to do. I know exactly how you're going to think. I know if you can fight or not. Will you take a stand or not? And I genetically put those bloodlines together to rear a result, to so, bring me what I want. You know, I've heard people chuck shade at obama and there are a lot of people who wanted to believe that anger towards obama back during his administration was highly racially motivated but i felt like that was smoke and mirrors for the sheer fact that he was doing some he was a great orator a great speaker yes but i mean there were more bombs dropped that's right. During the Obama administration than any other president in the country's history. Wow. So many interesting things happened during the Obama administration, but I think a lot of people wanted to believe like, oh, you just didn't like Obama because he was black. And it's like, that's not it at all. We're talking about his behavior. He was a fascinating human being. He still is. And I think he's, you have very intelligent and verbally skilled. Competent. Orators uh-huh. who 
yes. are running an interesting show. So you've got two big issues there. The biggest issues are this, okay? And that's why uh, that's why you're you're looking at such a struggle now, accepting personality, accepting character in Donald Trump. Donald Trump's, his policies are killing it. He takes a stand. They can't get him to sign off on anything because he's a businessman and he understands how things should be ran as a business. So Henry Kissinger, George Soros, Bill Gates, they just can't march into his office and tell him he's going to do this, 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 and this. He'll say, no, I'm not. Okay. Now, if that was Obama, they would be able to succeed because the guy is not a businessman. Mm. However, like you said, he is a great orator. He's smooth. He's got great delivery. Uh, he's even tactful. Okay. And you get used to that. You get used to that. In his speeches, he had a melodic cadence. Yes, his voice mm -hmm. was, it was a Pied Piper Hip tune is what it was. Hypnotic. A hundred percent. People Hypnotic. would follow and they'd fall on his every word and they wouldn't care exactly what he was saying just because it was like, listen, this is sweet jazz, baby. Some some of his training came from Jeremiah Wright. Remember the minister? The, I don't remember the, the minister. The old dude who discipled him. He also had an actor, uh, this guy, I don't know if he's still around because everybody who had anything to do with him is gone. They, they're, they're, they've disappeared. So, but it's, it's almost like you're listening to a serenade when he talked. Right. He would serenade you, right? And that's fine. That's fine because it, the, the plan worked out exactly the way the bloodline mix worked out exactly the way they planned it. Mm. Okay. This was planned when I was a kid back in 1961. He and I are the same age, by the way. You and uh... Obama. Okay. So this was all planned. Okay. Now, how do we know that? Because the fitness test was on Martin Luther King. The other fitness test was on the guy they put in jail for 27 years. What was his name? Nelson Mandela. There you go. Another Masonic order, okay? Obama's Prince Hall Freemasonry. You can't be president unless you're in the network. You have to be Masonic. Why is that important? Because Henry Maycow will tell you in his book on a page called Demonology hmm. that the Masonic order's God is Jabulon, Jabulon, Jabulon Jehovah. This is what you must chant before you can become 33rd degree. Huh. So what does that mean? What it means is you have dedicated your soul to Jabulon. Jabulon is just another name for Satan himself. Okay. The great deceiver. The no great deal. deceiver. So you cannot be a part of our network. You cannot come in and make big money. Obama's a very wealthy man right now. He just bought a $11 million home recently. So- and I know where that is, by the way. But the point being is, if you're going to work for us in our big deception, if you're going to work for us and our God, Satan, you must be an initiate. Mm -hmm. and, and the first step to initiating you is to getting you to join a church. Okay. Because, because there, because there, we have already taken our paganistic values and infiltrated that institution. And if you could humbly submit to the institution and be a great servant in our institution, which we control with our information, with our ministers. Robert Schuler, for example, 33rd degree Freemason. Farrakhan, 33rd degree Freemason. Louis Farrakhan. Louis Farrakhan. Al Sharpton, 32nd 
degree Freemason. He's not quite at that 33. Jesse Jackson, 32nd degree Freemason. What so, separates 32 and 33 besides the number one? I had a, I had a, when we first got here, my wife and I, I had a Mason uh, who was 32nd degree explained to me in Kinko's. I had, that day I was wearing a USC cap. Okay. Because USC is my big team. I love, I love SC. He asked me, did I play? Fight the heck on. He's, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Z, good old Z money did undergrad yeah. at Z. Z, and, Z uh, no, he got his master's at SC. He does his undergrad right. at UCLA. That's right. He's got his master's from there. SC is my favorite school. But this guy says to me, he says, young man, do you know how we recruited all of those talented football players at SC? Huh? And he told me the system. He said, there is an inner circle inside of SC that no one knows about. Oh, this is juicy. I could, I could give you a phone number right now, okay? And you can call and ask this woman if this inner circle exists, and she would tell you no. But I, I am a 32nd degree Freemason. I headed it up, and I did not want to go to the 33rd degree because they own you then. Huh. This guy told me. He was a USC graduate. He was responsible for putting together the board who went out and got these young athletes, recruited them for the school, and he had been doing that since like the 40s. He told me late 40s, early 50s, he helped put these apparatuses together, and there was a circle within a circle. Mm. You would not be able to identify unless you were within the circle. And so that's just like having a top secret clearance in the military. If you got a top, and you Q level, come on now. Wow. So so you've got thousands and thousands of top secret clearances here in the United States. People who will not talk about what we're talking about right now, because if so, they lose their clearance. OK, so we don't have the clearance to begin with. And so for us, it's inconsequential. On that note, we're coming up on the second hour. So that is going to be what we consider part two. And now uh, Darby Cast Wild Card Friday a continuation. This is part three of the most dynamic conversation potentially of my existence. So let us continue unless we need a quick break. Do you need a quick break? Yeah. Okay. So we're going to wrap this up and we will be back at another time. Mike, my dear friend, thank you so much for the insight, the entertainment, the laughs, but mostly just knowledge bombs, truth bombs, and going hard in the paint like I, like nobody I know. It's phenomenal. You are you. a linguist. You are an orator, and you have such great speaking skills. I am honored to know you, and I appreciate you coming on uh, on the podcast. It's my honor. My honor. All right, all right. Well, we'll wrap this one up, and uh, DarbyCast Doctors, you have a wonderful weekend. And uh, that, that'll do it for Conversations with Illuminati Mike, part two. All right, all right. <laughs>